Hey everyone, welcome back to Reading with Celebs, Celebrities. <laughs> I'm Tiffany. And I'm Lindsay. Why I don't do the lead in. <laughs> My bad. So used, so used to our Instagram one. My bad. Welcome back. Um, this is our last check-in before a tale of two cities. Um, so yeah. Um, Lindsay, I think last time we talked. You had not finished Confessions yet. You were just telling us about it. I had, I had like, just started it. Also, if my audio is weird, it's because I forgot my computer. So I'm recording through my phone. But um, I had just started it. I think maybe it was, like, a chapter, two chapters in. Mm-hmm. But I finished it now. And it was wild. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I really liked it. Okay, was it a good, was it like a thriller? Was it like a mis? I know, like, you talked about it was a teacher, like, getting revenge on a couple of students that she said killed her kid. Yes. So I would probably put it into kind of, like, thriller. I felt like every every chapter there was a twist or two twists. And so, like, I never really knew where it was like like it was one of those ones where I couldn't be like oh that's exactly what's gonna happen mm-hmm. until until I read the last line and was just like oh I did not think that was gonna happen <laughs> I think I think that's my favorite kind of thriller is when you think you know what's gonna happen you have an idea you're like okay I think this is where this is going I think this is gonna happen I think this is the bad person whatever and then you're getting to the very end and it's those last few pages where you're like Oh, I did not see that coming. Yeah, because it's so there's trying to think. I think there's six chapters total. And the first chapter is told from the teacher's Mm -hmm. point of view. The second one is told from like the class president, one of her students' point of view. And then we get another chapter. We get two chapters from each of the two kids that she um like he has called out in class as saying like you murdered my daughter. Um, and then we get another chapter from, um, it's like the one boy's sister, but she's kind of retelling it through her mom's diary that she found. Mm-hmm. You get, you get all these different points of view and mishmash together. And, um, it's kind of like each person kind of slowly reveals a little bit more as to what's going on. And then, um, cause at one point, like without giving spoilers away, cause I know you have the book. I know you yeah. were able to get it from the library. Um, at one point you kind of think it's more of a, like, like one boy was obviously the mastermind and the other one was just kind of like his lackey. And then there's some twists involved in that. And then, you kind of start like at least personally like I started to feel bad for one of the boys and then I read his chapter and was like oh all right maybe not <laughs> and then at the very end you're just like oh my god so yeah I gave it I gave it four out of five stars I really liked it she's got a couple she got at least one other book um, that also came highly rated and the movie they made a movie out of confessions and it was on like the short list for the Oscars the year it came out so oh, wow. it's supposed to be pretty good too so I might try to find that and watch it yeah, so for people wondering, I mean, this book is only 234 pages. Yes. And usually, like, thrillers and mysteries read pretty fast anyway, so I definitely feel like this is a book you could easily do in a weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. I think I, I had, like, 
maybe like about 50% of the book and I just sat down and just like through it because it just it kept my kept my attention yeah I when you told us about it I looked on my library and it said I could be like number one to pick it up so I was like I'll just put it so I feel like even if I don't read it before it's due I feel feel like it'll automatically renew Mm -hmm. and then you said my mom might like it anyway so um yeah, I'm hoping I can get to it. I tell two cities is my priority at the moment. Yeah. Just because our discussion is next week. Um yeah. but yeah, so I just I definitely wanted you to talk about confessions because I knew you finished it. And I just wanted to get probably one of the first books in a while where each twist kind of got me. Yeah. And even when I thought like I had kind of figured out part of the twist or part of like the reveal there was another element to it that I did not know so it's just like it did a good job of like building and building and building and all coming together are you the type of person like that you enjoy a book that you don't know the twist is coming and like until like the last few pages are you one that enjoys it once you've even figured out the twist I think it kind of depends on the book in general. Like, mm-hmm. if I figure it out and I've already been not enjoying the book, like, yeah. I just I don't enjoy the rest of the story. Yeah. But if I figure it out and then the story's well-written enough that it's just, like, trying to, like, you're like but you're basically watching the other characters feel, figure it out mm-hmm. and it's still good, yeah. then I don't mind, you know, doing that. But... Yeah, I'm excited to read it. Um, when you told us about it, I got excited and knowing like it's a shorter book and I could get it from the library. I was like, okay, I can probably move it closer to the top of my list. Because yeah, so. the reason the reason I picked it up so quickly was because I had it on hold at the library and had been waiting, and then it would pop up, and I'd be in the middle of something else, and so I'd push mm-hmm. off. And finally, I was like, I should I should go through some of the like some of the holds that are sooner rather than later instead of putting them off yeah uh, and so that one was available so i just started reading that one and and as, almost as soon as i returned that one i got a notification that my dark vanessa was available mm-hmm. and so that's that's what i'm reading now um, okay because the other two or three that i have on hold you know it's like the poppy war mm-hmm. uh the death of jane Lawrence, i think is the other one and then there's uh, another one that I can't remember the name of the title of right now, but I'm like I'm like twelfth in line for all of them, so like I know yeah. the time for those to pop around. Well, and like I know like with the Poppy War, like it's just still so popular, mm-hmm. so I feel like that one's gonna always like be on hold, like which is also yeah. unfortunate too, because like when you do get it, like if something comes up or you can't read it right away, it's gonna go away. Like it's not one that's yeah, you can't renew it. Like that's what happened with. Um, the glass sword book that I'm reading right now, which is the second red queen series. Like I had it on Kindle and it expired. So I had to, it wouldn't let me renew it. And so when I put it back on hold as an ebook, it was like, you're number 22 in line. (laughs) I was like, Oh, can't do that. But they, but then the actual physical copy, I was number one. So I went, Yeah. yeah, I went and picked that one up with the confessions so, 
I got both of those, but I haven't been able to read it just because, again, Tale of Two Cities is taking over my life right now. Yeah, and I got to get caught up on that because my plan to listen to an hour today was, um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I'm enjoying it more than Great Expectations. Well, that's good. I feel like the characters are more enjoyable or likable, maybe. Um, I feel like there's actually a plot and a storyline and things are going places. So I do find it more enjoyable than Great Expectations, which I think I've heard most people say that, like, that this one is better. Is better. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so I'm hoping to, since today's a holiday, I'm hoping I can get through a nice chunk of it today. Yeah. Um, But then I also had, like, a mini little shopping book haul from yes, thrift did. from thrift books because um i had a gift card there that i got for christmas so i was like i figured i could use it so i think it was when we did our episode of the 20 books that you should read before you're like in your 20s mm-hmm. which um i think that's where we read about march book one yes that was on the list by yeah john lewis andrew Aiden and Nate Powell, which it's a graphic novel. I don't know how many volumes there are, but I got book one. And obviously it's a very, it's a graphic novel, so I could easily probably read this in a day. Um, But I know you and I were talking about um, graphic novels, and I've never read one, and I figured that would be a really good one Mm -hmm. to read. And I got it for pretty cheap, and it's a pretty good copy, so you couldn't even tell that it's used. Nice. So I got that. And then I got The Chase Darkness with Me by Billy Jensen, which is um, how one true crime writer started solving murders. And if there are people that listen that like listen to like My Favorite Murder or Jensen and Holes, The Murder Squad, I think people do know who Billy Jensen is. Yeah. Like that. And so... Again, this Even one was... You, um, wasn't he interviewed, if you watched the All Be Gone in the Dark documentary on HBO, I think he yeah. was interviewed. He was friends with um, um, Michelle, uh, Michelle McNamara. And I think he helped write the book after she died. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also, like, sometimes on some just, like, true crime shows, he'll be interviewed about things. There was one that we were watching a few weeks ago that he was on there. I think it's for his upcoming, like, he has another. He just recently, I think, wrapped something on the Long Island serial killers. So, um, yeah, so I was excited to read this. I have it also on, it's free on Audible. You don't have to use a credit Mm -hmm. for this book. So I also have it there so I can, like, read along with it because, um, I think it would be good to hear his voice or whatever. And then um, in semi-preparation, but not really, like if we do Reese's Book Club, I got Still Lives by (laughs) Maria Hummel, which again, that doesn't mean that we're going to choose this book. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But this one is, it's about an artist that, she depicts herself as, like, a famous murdered woman, like the Black Dahlia, Sandra Levy, 
Nicole Brown Simpson. And on the museum's opening night, she actually goes missing herself. And so it's kind of about like the suspects that could be involved. Like there's another up and coming artist that could be involved. I think there's like maybe a boyfriend that could be a suspect, but um, it sounded pretty good. So, and then it was one of Reese's. So it was like, maybe luck will fall on our side, but I doubt it. But I also feel like she doesn't have a lot of bad books on her list. <laughs> I, I got asked because um, Cindy was up again because we're house sitting. So they came up and she was like, I don't listen. She's like, she's like, are you almost done with Oprah? And I was like, no, we've got like four more books. Oh like, my God. Um, and uh, so I told her, I was like, she was like, well, I kind of, she's like, no offense, I skip over those because I'm probably not going to read any of those. And I was like, that's fine. She goes, but if you do Reese's Book Club, and I was like, Reese's Book Club. <laughs> I know, I know. I think, I mean, obviously, we chose Oprah first because she is like the original OG herself that started like a celebrity type book club. But um, I feel like we might have should have started with her 2.0 book club instead of this one. <laughs> uh, I think we just got some some bad spin. Yeah, that, yeah. That, but, that random will was not very kind to us. How do you how do you choose Great Expectations and two spins later you choose a tale of two cities? Honestly, I remember sitting there thinking too, being like, "Oh my god, I hope we get neither of those." And I was like, "Oh my yeah. gosh!" And then you even said before you're like, "I think it was on that spin," and you're like, "Man, I hope we don't get Anna Karenina." And as soon as you said that, it stopped, and I was like, "Oh my god, why would you say that?" Oh. <laughs> Yeah, but we are almost halfway, so I think we can, we have four more, I think, after Tale of Two Cities. Yes. So, we can do it. Um, yeah, I'm not quite halfway um, with Tale of Two Cities. I'm on chapter 15 of the second book. So, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I just want to get done with it, though, so I can focus on finishing glass sword and confessions yeah. and then i still haven't even been able to touch um the new jim crow because i've been so yeah, that's kind of a tale of two cities yeah. <laughs> i know i was i was doing so well and now i just feel like oh we have a week and i'm like oh god but yeah that's pretty much what i've been I think like the big on. book the shortest month I know that is true because it is it's over 400 pages but yeah I just if it comes down to crunch time I'm going to put it on audible and and wrap it up speed run yeah how is um my dark Vanessa so I'm only like it it splits its time between the year 2000 and the year 2017 okay it, um it opens with Vanessa in 2017 so I think she's supposed to be like in her early 30s um because she well in her 30s that makes sense because she's she's like 15 in 2000 and 2017 and um it opens up with her reading the Facebook page of this girl or this Facebook post by this girl basically accusing um this teacher of like grooming her and assaulting her and you come to find out that it's the same teacher that she 
was, you know, groomed by and had a relationship mm-hmm. with when she was 15 and she still is in contact with him. Yeah. She's, you know, the whole book is about her, like, slowly coming to realize that she was groomed. Yeah, she realized her, it, it wasn't her whole a... Personal, the whole personal experience. Yeah, um, it, it wasn't a safe relationship that she was actually in. Yeah, um, and it's kind of, it's, like, that first chapter was really tough to read because it's her talking about, like, oh, yeah, I remember, like, the first day I met him and, you know, how he used to tell me, you know, like, he loved, you know, after class was over, he would just go sit in my seat and try to absorb my essence. And, you like, you, like, you as an adult reading this, knowing mm-hmm. how inappropriate it was for... Um, like this 45 year old man to be doing this to this 15 year old girl especially as a teacher and her not seeing it like you just like you, like it's it's very uncomfortable so I understand why people are like this is a tough book to read for yeah you know. there's probably some definite trigger warnings I'm assuming with this book yeah and the the dedication which I thought was very nice was um you know dedicated to all of the Dolores Hayes's and Vanessa's can't recall the girls the character's last name whose stories mm-hmm. haven't been heard or believed. And Dolores Hayes is the girl in Lolita. Because, you know, Lolita is always held up as this, like, oh, this man, he was, just, he was so obsessed with this girl. And it's this, like, forbidden love story. When in reality, if you look at it, like, it's the same situation. Like, it was this man grooming this young girl. Mm-hmm. And um, Vladimir uh, Nabokov, who wrote it, was always very disturbed from what I've, what I've read and what I've been told, very disturbed that people took his book as this, like, romantic book when he was mm-hmm. writing it as a way of saying, like, no, look how disgusting this man is. Um, so I thought it was an, an, a good dedication to have. I, that's kind of what we were talking about with, like, um, Love in the Time of Cholera. Is yeah. like, it wasn't necessarily the author that wrote it as a romance, but, mm-hmm. like, that's how people kept portraying it as like this love story. And I was like, there was nothing love about it. Um, Oh, I hated that part. I really like, that was the part of the book that like really sent me over the edge with not liking it. Yeah. So I don't know. That was that definitely, I just, yeah. Some of those books like that. Cause like, again, Lolita is considered a classic. Um, I know you struggled trying to read it yeah I think it, like it's told from the main guy's point of view and his like his thoughts and writing was so scattered that I was just like oh my god <laughs> like yeah. I can't did you so is it it's his point of view the entire time if I'm recalling correctly yeah. yes which is so different than like with Vanessa having mm-hmm. her point of view and coming in like you said into a realization that she was being groomed and that this was not a safe relationship at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. I have it on my, I had it on my Goodreads to, um, want to read. Cause I know for a while it was a pretty hyped up book. My dark Vanessa. I, I almost got it for you guys for Christmas. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, and in the beginning too, the, the author makes a note of like, um, you know, like, I grew up in Maine, I went to school in Maine, there are a lot of, like, parallels between me and Vanessa, <laughs> but I just, you know, it worked to the point where people who know me might start to think that this is my way of telling my story, but that's not the case, like, these, like, these yeah. are just parallels, you know, like, I know Maine, I know the private school scene from when mm-hmm. I grew up, like, 
more just from that end. Um, it yeah. was under a lot of controversy because there was one author, another woman who wrote, who, who was groomed and did write about her experience of like kind of going through it and realizing it later on. And she accused, um, oh gosh, I don't have the author's name on me, but accused mm-hmm. her of plagiarism. But she had said something to the effect of like, I haven't even read it. And I think the, I want to say the suit was thrown out. Yeah. Because I mean, the, the sad reality is, is that this is a story that way yeah, too this, many it doesn't women can relate time. to. Yeah. Um, but uh, I know Oprah dropped it from her, her second book club because she was just like, I'm so sick of controversy. She dropped my dark Vanessa or the other. She book? dropped. She dropped my dark Vanessa. Okay. She had chosen my dark Vanessa, and then American Dirt was another one that she chose. Oh, that's the that one was, I. Yeah. That was wrapped up in controversy, and she ended up dropping them because she was like, you know, I think what she said was, "I want the books and the stories to be the focal point, and not the controversy." Mm-hmm. And she also had an issue with Million Little Pieces, um, in the original book club. So. Yeah, I think. I think you and I talked about a million little pieces where it turned out to be a fabrication. Like none of it was based on his real life and stuff. I think you and I talked about that, like in one of our Mm -hmm. very first episodes. Um, I mean, I have American dirt. I think I've had it a few times, like on our TBR list when we do those episodes or whatever. Um, I still want to read it. I do agree. I think the controversy comes to like um, dealing with the immigration and stuff like that. I think, um, I, again, I, yeah, I don't know exactly, like, I haven't read it, so I can't pinpoint yeah. exactly, like, what some of the, some of the issues are with people. Mm-hmm. I know one issue people had was that they were, like, like, she defended it by saying, basically saying, like, I can't be racist, like, my husband's Hispanic, or oh, yeah. something to that effect, where it's, like, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, in those instances, maybe it's just better to be like, I keep hear you, I'll learn. Yeah. You know, that wasn't my intent. Like, you know. Yeah, my intention wasn't to do this. And I apologize if I didn't get everything right. Um, yeah. Maybe start from that side instead of saying, I do know everything because my husband, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, like I said, I haven't read it, so I can't pinpoint if there's. Yeah, I got, that, I got that one for Christmas in 2020. So it's been on my. TBR for a while. I mean, like I said, I still want to read it, but just a matter of getting getting there. Sometimes I look at my book cart and I just get really overwhelmed. Don't do that. <laughs> and then I want to just read something else so I don't have to like focus like like confessions. Like that wasn't on my list. Had no. never even heard of it. And and like I said, I um I, I read it because I was so sick of the Libby thing popping up. Like, confessions is available. I was like, God. <laughs> yeah, so I've been trying to look. Um, I want another um, audiobook to listen to because, you know, I got done with A Game of Thrones and I'm not ready to jump into book number two on Audible just because it's, it's long and whatever. Yeah. So I remember, like, I had talked about I think it was BuzzFeed did an article of like the best audio books to listen to. And a lot of them are like true crime based and stuff like that. So I kind of, I tried to go back to that list to see there's one that's called like American predator, which is um, about Israel keys, which is 
Like, yeah. one of the most prolific serial killers, but, like, we don't talk about him as much as we talk about, like, Ted Bundy and John Wayne Gacy and Jeffrey Dahmer and stuff. Um, he was a lot more recent. And if you think about it, a lot more scary because, like, he... Oh, yeah, he's... Like, everyone always talk about, like, oh, serial ch- killers have a type. Like, look at Ted Bundy. He always went for, like, the long-haired brunette or... Yeah, split know, down the middle, hair split, yeah. Like, this guy had none. He just... Yeah, kind of like uh, Richard Ramirez. Whoever, yeah, whoever he felt like that's terrifying yeah so i looked i i can use it like i can do one credit or whatever um again i'm always like stingy with my credits but i'm like you have to use them at some point you can't just hold on to credits yeah because they will expire (laughs) and it also defeats the purpose of having audible like what are you going to do with them (laughs) um so i figured maybe i can uh because I think I had tried to look on Libby and it wasn't available through my library, um, the American Predator one. So um, I might just get that and try to listen to that for a little bit. Just those are like the type of like audio books I like when it's because it's almost like kind of like documentary form or like like podcast form where I feel like I can keep up and it's just not like a fictional story where I'm like, wait, who said that? Where are we going? Mm-hmm. So, I feel like I like I enjoy those type of audiobooks um, better than because uh, I tried to listen to oh my god, it's been a while now. It was about a woman that she was getting married, and the ex-wife I believe was like trying to like tell her like hey you shouldn't get married, um, he's crazy stuff like that and I, I don't know just having both um it's the same like voice but it's two different characters and two different points of view it was sometimes hard to keep up with like which girl was talking yes um let me see if I can the wife between us by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Peck Peckerman Peckinen um so I remember I don't know what made me get it like on audible this has been years i don't know if i have like a credit that i need to use or something (laughs) but i just remember it was like the same narrator for both women and i was like wait which woman are we talking about (laughs) so yeah i feel like some some of the audiobook narrators do a very good job at changing their voice for characters, yeah. even if it's just slightly for you to be able to kind of mm-hmm. follow along and some are not good at all. And you're just like, yeah. uh. Like a Game of Thrones, he did a really good job considering how many characters are in there. Yeah, I can so. see that. But yeah, I don't know. I just, again, I don't know if you can see. My, all your books. All my books that I got, I need to read. We're only in February, though, right? We can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Any other plans you have coming this week? How long are y'all in Austin? We're planning to leave Thursday, but there's might be some bad weather making the roads a little funky, so we might have to leave Friday. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, too bad. So. That's fun. Warm today. It was like 83. We took a nice long walk. I got, like, sweaty. Yeah, it's nice outside over here, too. So, but, yeah. but then I think Wednesday it's supposed to be, like, a high of 49 or something. This, this is literally what, this is why people get sick. Yeah. 
Let's go from 80 to 40 in a day, please. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I have. Anything else from your side, your end? Um, I read an article saying Cruel Summer season two might be starting in April. Like starting filming, like production, or starting to, it'll be. Like, like they're, they might be releasing the trailer in the next couple of weeks. Ooh. So, but I haven't been able to find anything else. Like nobody, like, maybe I should check again because the last time I read about it was a week ago, but like. Yeah. They haven't released any information about, is this, is everybody playing the same characters? Uh Is this everyone's new characters? Are we, you know, is it like, how are, how are we? how are we doing this so yeah is it gonna be like an anthology or is it gonna be carrying yeah. on from because i personally loved the way season two or season one ended yes where because i read a good article where because you know it's kind of like it, it ends with jeanette being like you know okay i forgive you during her big interview and so yeah like, oh, everything's better nope and then it flashes back and you realize that she did hear Kate down in the basement and you're just like, Oh my God. Yes. I, read, I think it was either, it was like one of the writers, I think on the show was saying like, you know, it's, it would be just like Jeanette to say, I wasn't lying. I technically didn't see her there. I only yes. heard her and everyone kept saying, did you see? Her? Oh my God. But I, I like the way it ended. I would like for them to, yeah. They could still do some nostalgic stuff because, you know, we're, good Lord, far enough away from the early 2000s to where you could mm-hmm. <laughs> do it in that. Or you could even jump back to, like, the late 70s, early 80s and make it about their parents. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there, there would be a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun things I think they could do with it and maybe keep some of the same characters but not continue the same storyline. Yeah, because, like, like you said, like, it had a satisfactory ending because, like, at the it satisfied me in knowing that I I thought Jeanette was a bad person the whole time. Like, I didn't like her character at all. I, I assumed that she knew that she was there, and she liked this popularity that she got once Kate went missing, and she got Kate's old boyfriend, she got Kate's friends, like, all of these things. And I just, I did not like her at all. So it was very satisfying to know that she did know Kate was down there the whole time and she was a terrible person. Like it's just very satisfying. The only thing I would want is like for Kate to know, like you had the right intuition. Yeah. Like she did know and she was, a she did keep you down there. Um, I think that would be the only like little snippet that I would need. I would not need a full season to reveal that. So I'm with you, like, I could use, I'm okay with, like, an anthology type thing or however they want to do it. I do like the character, the actors, though. I thought they were really good. So I'd be interested to see, like, what they do for season two because it it was really good. And it ended the way that, like, if there was no season two, you'd be okay with it. You just want a season two because it was so good. It's funny because they, they actually filmed in Texas. Yeah. So it had it really had like a good authentic feel, I feel like. Especially yeah. when like that one where she was drunk and he she was like, I want water burger. <laughs> like, um, yeah. what? But it was it was funny because we were taking the dart. Um we were going to uh, 
a bar as we were taking the dart down. And as we were driving by, Jay points out, he goes, hey, that's like the old mall that they used for filming and like so the scenes where they're going to the mall, like the outdoor shots of the mall. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so Skyland funny. Mall. <laughs> but um, That's so funny. But yeah, I guess that's my really only other update. I'm going to finish my Dark Vanessa and A Tale of Two Cities. And then. Yeah. I know that's like, I'm glad that we're getting to the end of A Tale of Two Cities. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be next week's episode, our discussion. And then we have four more books of Oprah's book club. And I don't know if I'm going to pop champagne on that last episode, but I feel like <laughs> we need to celebrate if we make it. Oh, I just lost my voice. Um, that was weird. Um, if we make it through the end of Oprah's book club, I feel like we need to like pop some champagne and like cheers to that. Party on. Yeah. And then obviously we'll, we'll we will reveal who our next celebrity book club is, but yeah. Um, our Instagram is at reading with celebs. We're obviously reading with celebrities. My bad for the intro. Apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Um, reading with celebs. Twitter is at reading W celebs. Um, please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, all of those things. We appreciate it. And we will see you next week. Sorry. Bye. Bye guys. That's on me. I got to stop recording. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.